mandatory forced vaccine strike teams coming soon to a town near you, perhaps your own front door. Wake up, America. All of this, including global minimum taxes from the G20, coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue, with your help, to break the cycle of fake news and warn as many people as we can about the suicide vaccine. Here we go, diving in. Late nights digging up the dirty secrets of the deep state. That's our family time these days. And you never know it to look at my skin. No bags, less wrinkles. The secret? The new revolutionary C60 infused facial cream. Time Stop. It's the world's most powerful, long-lasting, time-stopping beauty cream on the market today. Time Stop infuses your skin with nutrients that revitalize and hydrate without causing redness or irritation. It smooths wrinkles, softens skin, and improves elasticity, turning back time to make you feel great about looking in the mirror. Plus, it deep cleans and destroys acne to improve your complexion. The deep state has its secrets. I have mine. Try Time Stop today at redpillliving.com forward slash time stop. Time Stop is made in small batches to ensure the highest possible quality, which makes supplies very limited. Visit redpillliving.com forward slash time stop and turn back the clock starting now. Your secret is safe with me. Nemosnewsnetwork.com Breaking the cycle of fake news. Now, we've reported on this recently a couple of times. Uh, it seems it's getting pretty close to being um, official. They're waiting on the U.S. Congress to basically ratify this international treaty. The globalist G20 leaders and, and nations are set to endorse the global tax minimum plan, which, although a few holdouts like Ireland have rejected it, most of them have said yes. That means that prices are going to go up dramatically for you and your family on virtually everything that businesses provide for you, which is all of it. Now, continuing from there, we also have a majority of Americans who now believe that the coronavirus was indeed leaked from the Wuhan lab, according to a new poll from Politico Harvard, of all things. So that's probably, you know, leaning on the dishonest side even. And we've seen other polls as well where the majority of the country also, by the way, believes that the election was stolen. We are winning the information war, and the Democrats are losing their minds over it. Now, I want to talk about the vaccines and the forced vaccinations and what's coming. One study on electromagnetism in relation to the vaccinated people, you've all seen the videos, I'm sure, on YouTube where um, people are just randomly uploading sort of an amateur video, maybe they've never even done one before, of, of a magnet sticking to their arm because they got the vaccine. Frankly, that's probably the only reason that you can find them on YouTube is because they don't know who to ban yet and they're everywhere popping up. But a lot of people have been sharing these videos and they're alarmed that, vac uh, that magnets are sticking to their arm where they got the vaccine. Now, I've tested this on a couple of people already and it worked on my cousin. It did not well, my grandmother won't let me do it because she has a pacemaker, but, um, you know, I digress. This is a study from Luxembourg, 
and they have done a test. It was a bit of a, you know, kind of an in the streets um, test. It was not, you know, overly scientific. It was only about a hundred people, but still, uh, most of them did indeed turn out to be electromagnetic in the essence they stuck to magnets. That's something that's showing up among the vaccinated. Not every single one, and apparently it's stronger after it's been over for a while. So the longer the time has gone on, it gets a bit stronger. So what are they injecting into people that makes them more receptive to you know, EMF or more magnetic themselves? I mean, they're going to pick up everything, aren't they? All of the 5G, all of the junk. They're going to be walking antennas for it. So meanwhile, um, the left got triggered by something that someone said at CPAC. We had... Um, uh, a speaker that basically said the government was going to try to trick us into taking the vaccine, and that's not working out too well, and that's true. Um, of course, Fauci says it's horrifying, and you know he, he thinks that uh, anyone who does not want to be experimented on and participate in a medical trial, that uh, they are just crazy, and he wants to mandate vaccinations at the local level. Um, this is his position. He wants to force it. And then we have this from the Biden administration. And I have got to say, this scares the shit out of me, folks. Um, I'm not going to lie. This is a red line, and they are coming for us, and they are using force to do it. They are assembling a strike force or strike forces to force this vaccine on us. Here it is, a slip of the tongue in their own words. We are going to continue to press to get 12 to 18-year-olds vaccinated, to continue to uh, work uh, with communities where there's lower vaccination rates. That's one of the reasons we initiated these um, these, for, these strike forces, to go into communities and work with them to determine what they need, to take a localized, specific approach that works with elected officials in communities. But and if that isn't shocking and frightening enough, and let's be honest, I've been warning folks about it for quite a while now. I've been warning that once the carrot fails, they would go to the stick. And they have really tried with the carrot. They have offered, you know, at first they were actually selling the vaccine. People were flying here from other countries to get the vaccine. Can you remember that nonsense? There were lines. There were people lined up to get the vaccine. It almost seemed as though it was scarce and everyone wanted it. But that only lasted for a few days. Then you had de Blasio on New York offering people free hamburgers if they got the vaccine with fries and a drink, eating the burger on TV. Then you had people offering cash handouts or entries into lotteries or, um, you know, cash winning potentials, that sort of thing. Then you had them offering children Xboxes. Then they couldn't give the, th the damn thing away. And then they're like, well, why aren't enough people taking it? And then they're like, oh, well, the dang Republicans, they don't want it. Uh, they're terrorists, blah, 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 because they're already starting to use the sort of uh, language to demonize people that don't want the vaccine. And now the words are changing into mandates. And, you know, these sort of uh, militaristic terms. Uh, I'm not going to take the vaccine. And there's not enough of them to make us all take the vaccine. So I just want to, you know, I want to reiterate that this has been coming down the pipeline. I think we've all seen it for quite a while now. Certainly, I've been warning about it. Now, I don't think, as I said, that they can do this. I don't 
think that they have the numbers to force it on us. Certainly, in in California and New York and other places where typically you see the kind of leftist craziness rolled out first, you might see this. You're going to see great suffering and great pain inflicted on people for no reason, innocent people that didn't deserve it. You're going to see the power of the state brought to destroy their lives and make examples of them because they don't want to be poisoned or experimented on. But they can spy on us, even if they don't have the numbers, you know, places like Florida may be fairly safe. They can still spy on us because they're concerned that the truth is getting out there around their illegitimate um, regime and their fake news and their censorship. The Biden regime now plans to monitor your private communications and calls on your cell phone carriers to, quote, dispel misinformation about vaccines that is sent over social media and text messages. This is, of course, a violation of your rights, but it's also more Orwellian than that. It's meant to frighten you into submission. This is the kind of thing they want you to read about this. They want to still call you a conspiracy theorist, but this is the kind of thing the tyrants want people to hear about. They don't want to hide this kind of news. They don't want to hide the kind of news when they crush someone uh, and make an example of them either. They want you to hear about it so that they can send a message to the rest of you to stay in line, not put your head up, not speak out against what's wrong clearly in front of your eyes. But there's just way too many of us, folks. There's just too many of us. And when we support each other, it doesn't work. You know, the, the example being the business that gets shut down or the gym that gets forced to close or, or fined into oblivion because of local tyrants or um, perhaps the, the, the lady who does haircutting who runs a small business who gets bullied by the governor and then suddenly, you know, her business is overflowing or they're getting hundreds of thousands of dollars in legal support, that kind of thing. Patriots defending patriots. It doesn't have to be for very long, just a few years. While the, the intensity of the attacks and, and persecution are happening, and we might actually get through this. Now, continuing uh, from there, because it gives people the courage to stand up. That's important. You know, you look at Project Veritas. They take care of their whistleblowers. Um, and when somebody comes out and blows the whistle and potentially ruins their career, they become national celebrities and heroes, and there's opportunities lined up for them. That is what I'm talking about. That is the kind of thing that. Now we see a trend of whistleblowers coming to Project Veritas, even low-level whistleblowers in places like local Fox News satellite branches who see a better career opportunity and more opportunity telling the truth and, and coming out and, and doing the right thing than just wasting away telling people about the weather and lying to them about the fake news. You know, you're seeing this shift happen, and that's because patriots support patriots and, and independent media. So I want to continue from there. The Pentagon certainly has weighed in on what we're discussing, and they are, uh, they're not forcing the vaccines on you, but when the FDA approves them, they'll revisit that when requested to do so, I'm sure, as they say in this video. Check it out. 
Right now, it's being used under emergency youth authorization, which makes it a voluntary vaccine. Should the FDA approve it, then I am certain that Pentagon leadership will take a look at what our options are going forward, including the potential option uh, of making mandatory. But I'm not going to get too far ahead of process right now. It is an FDA. It is not FDA approved, uh, and therefore, uh, it is still a voluntary vaccine. Now, you know what this means. They're telling you what they're going to do to us very soon. The writing is on the wall. Does anyone doubt that the corrupt FDA is going to approve this thing? They may add a few small warnings about rare neurological issues, which they're actually doing. They may add a few warnings about this or that. They're still going to try to mandate and force you to take this thing, even though it's killing possibly hundreds of thousands. I don't know about you, but I don't trust the numbers that they gave us because we've caught them lying and rigging them. But based on their own numbers, we've told you in the past and repeatedly, the CDC's own admissions are that only 6% of the five or 600,000 dead died of COVID instead of just merely with COVID and of gunshot wounds or old age or heart attack or cancer or something else, falling off a cliff, whatever. If they had COVID, that's not a big deal because really falling off the cliff is what killed them. And testing for covid from what's left of the bones is kind of pointless at that point. But that's the sort of thing that they do to rig the numbers. Now, again, of the numbers have died of COVID instead of just merely with it, that small 6% number, only 2% of that box was real COVID. The rest was flu and pneumonia that they lumped into the same box and called COVID, which claimed 6% of those lives. So only about 2% of the 6% died of COVID. Now, we did the math on the VAERS system, where 6,000 deaths and growing have been reported, you know, thousands, thousands, tens of thousands of injuries and adverse effects. But, you know, neurological disorders, long-term diseases, damage, brain damage, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, paralysis, uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome, all the sort of things that you'd expect. On the other hand, okay, the VAERS system, which only 1% of people have ever heard of and use and report to, Therefore, therefore, it's a very underreported system, uh, and you can fairly decently extrapolate and multiply times 100. What I'm about to tell you, 6,000 dead and growing. That means 100 six, times 6. That means 600,000 dead and growing. That's about what they've told us died of COVID. Well, there's your death toll. What about you? Do you remember when the vaccine was first introduced? For me in my town, which was at the time... Punta Gorda, Florida, uh, I heard ambulances going nonstop all day, every day, odd hours of the night. I live close enough to a highway that I pretty much got all of it. It's kind of like moving near a train station. At first, it's hard to sleep because you're not used to it yet. That's what was going on near me. Now, yeah, ambulances are always there in the background, and I'm not telling you I did a scientific study here to prove this or anything like that, but leave it in the comments. What did what do you think? Did you have a ton of ambulances picking up the dead and dying and people who were having massive health issues right after the vaccine was introduced and since? Certainly that surge when they were getting people to line up for it, you know, poor folks, they didn't know any better. People that I know who are on the frontline medical responders, EMTs and nurses, they tell me that, yeah, these are all vaccinated people who are coming in sick and dying. We know from world-renowned experts and 
hospital statistics that yes, indeed, the people who are dying and the ones who are being hospitalized are 60% or more vaccinated. What is going on here? Indeed. Now, in the UK, believe this or not, 40%, according to this one poll, I don't, I don't want to believe it. And I don't trust the UK fake news polls any more than I do the US fake news polls. But uh, and, and soon, I don't think we can call it the USA. I think we'll have to call it the disunited States of America. But 40% of British people want the mask mandates in place forever. And they want the people who have not been vaccinated with this suicide vaccine, experimental medical trial, permanently banned from foreign travel. Folks, it's coming to where they demonize you to the point where your rights are gone. You may not even be left secure in your own home, even if you're willing to quarantine and be left alone and have your own food and water, which is my plan. That's why we got the land. Don't even have a house built yet. But if I need it, I know where I can go to grow some food. I know where I can put some animals to help take care and feed of my family. And I'm going to do, you know, to feed my family. And I'm going to do a, a small channel or something at some point where I start to do content about that when I find the, the time and, and learn the technology. I'm not great with, you know, in the field tech or even in the office tech, frankly. But I'm a farmer at heart, really. So continuing from there, um, you know, I want to I wanna mention that in Cuba tens, maybe hundreds of thousands of people have taken to the streets in a massive countrywide protest, or at least many major cities. Um, this is huge. They want food um, prices to be stabilized. They want medicines. Uh, they're, they're tired of the grinding poverty and the, the, the lockdown medical tyranny. Um, of course, the Cuban regime, the communist dictators that they are, um, although the fake news and the Democrats will praise them and they won't mention this, but, uh, you know, they locked down the internet, shut down communications and news flow and tried to silence this, but it still got out. In South Africa, they're calling it mayhem. There's mass riots and the former anti-white president was sent to prison for corruption and the army and a militia have now been deployed and police are using live ammunition on roving mobs of you know, brigands and rioters and violent looters. It's like like a Black Lives Matter rally. And it's getting to be quite violent there. Um, moving on from there, in a straw poll at CPAC where... They essentially asked all the who's who in the Republican Party who they would vote for in the uh, in the future uh, as a presidential candidate, and everyone got one percent or zero percent, except for two people. You can guess who: President Trump with the overwhelming majority, and Ron DeSantis with a respectable but far distant minority. This was, of course, a huge blow to the rhinos and the you know, the Liz Cheney's and Mitt Romney's and Ronald McDaniel's that are probably, you know, 10 or 20 of them now <laughs> or less. And they're wondering how they're ever going to get their party back. Um, newsflash, you won't. We are all now Trump Republicans or Trumpocrats uh, or walk away or whatever you want to call it. But people are awake uh, and they do not trust the deep state or its many extensions anymore. Now, 
Maybe that's why they're trying to push us all onto the suicide vaccine as quickly as possible, and they're obsessed with it. Now, continuing from there, it came out uh, from President Trump himself that A.G. Barr was the one who forbid investigations into the 2020 election crimes. According to one U.S. attorney from Pennsylvania, he was not allowed to investigate because of Barr's orders. We also have a, um, a, a mutiny in Texas where Democrat lawmakers are fleeing the state. Uh, they essentially loaded onto private jets with kegs of beer, or at least cases of beer, and they got into party mode and they went to D.C. instead of sticking around as state law required in order to um, conduct essential law business, basically. And that's part of the Texas Constitution. So they could be arrested and brought back in order to do their job. But instead of doing the job that they were elected to do, they're trying to use a legal strategy to evade for 30 days or so, um, having to do their job so that Democrats can stop Republicans from passing voting integrity laws. That's basically what's going on here. Um, here's actually a picture, if you don't believe me, of a crate of beer kind of hidden right there behind this one lady. Um, and it just goes to show that Democrats do not care about following the law. They only care about power and making you follow the law. Now, uh, in Texas, uh, we also have the AG there warning that there is another 386 cases of voter fraud pending, and that's on top of the 500 and something before. So we're almost up to a thousand cases of voter fraud being investigated. Uh, people are going to go to jail in Texas, and they're going to start to squeal on their friends. I hope and I pray for protection of this attorney general and everyone else who stands up to the deep state. Remember what happened to the three presidents, including the former president of Haiti now, who's deceased and just assassinated, that said no to mandatory vaccines. Um, they stood up to the medical tyranny of the WHO, and those three presidents are now dead. So continuing, um, we have an Obama-appointed judge who completely railroaded Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell um, today, I watched most of this uh, live-streamed case. The, uh, the, the judge, who's an, a former activist and Obama judge, who refused to even really let Lynn Wood defend himself multiple times or object to multiple smears and lies from opposing counsel, who had plenty of time to wax and, you know, wax long and, and philosophical on his former colleagues and all of the things that he doesn't like about Lynn Wood and all this other stuff. I mean, essentially, they just let this guy badmouth uh, Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood for quite a while and did not let them object or respond. Sidney Powell, of course, um, you know, was uh, on point with her rebuttals. Lynn Wood, I think, walked off camera a few times or disappeared from camera a few times. He was fed up with it. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't blame him. This was a complete setup hit piece, and you could tell if she wanted to take as the judge wanted to take as much of it offline as she could in in follow up, and she refused even to give people proper time to to look at things uh, in in order to respond. Uh, she refused to give people proper space in order to respond. She gave people you know arbitrary, ridiculous minimums of ten pages. Uh, you know, the, the, the smallest request beyond 10 pages was 25 pages because there were over 10 legal points to, to address. 
and that's not really possible with a mere 10 pages. But the lazy judge already made up her mind, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, this Linda Parker, a federal judge appointed by Obama, again, is probably going to railroad Linwood and Sidney Powell and censor uh, or censure them, uh, maybe even destroy their ability to practice law. I don't know what a judge can do in this case, but they're going to do it. Remember the case where uh, Sullivan, uh, Emmett Sullivan, uh, tried to destroy General Flynn's life as a completely corrupt judge. This is what we're going to see again, I'm afraid. Now, um, I think that's it. I hope to see you on the next one. And if you found this to be a value, please consider liking, sharing, subscribing. You can join our newsletter at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news. And if you'd like to support us, if you find it to be a value, the information is, as always, free. But we're 100% listener-funded, heavily demonetized, heavily attacked, heavily censored, heavily smeared by the deep state and their fake news puppets and big tech censorship branch. You know, we only have you to back us up. And again, we're 100% listener-funded. So if you support that and you want to see more citizen journalism out there, then go to one of our sponsors. Check out greenpillliving.com. Look at our CBD. It is incredible CBD. It is very potent. It has the CBG in it because it's not overly processed, you know, junk. It's got the real natural, it's called the mother of cannabinoids in it, the CBG. And that makes it work better. It's more impactful. It's more synergistic. It's it's less harmful because, you know, the more processed stuff is usually liver toxic anyway. Not to mention the CBD potency is 3,000 milligram tinctures. This is powerful stuff. We also have Sleepy Joe for the most powerful sleep aid, food-based sleep aid in the world. If you want to have a good night's sleep and not worry about what you're putting in your body, get Sleepy Joe and check it out. Uh, we have some really incredible products at redpillliving.com with our sponsors. So go, you can find all of these at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors and, you know, shop Patriot and take down the deep state. So we'll see you on the next one. Dustin Nemos out.